Cheers to you, my brilliant friend, and welcome to the Intelligent Intoxication Podcast, where I'll get you smashed on success without the buzzkill of burnout. Welcome back, everyone. So over the last couple of days, we have been talking about the types of emotions we tend to feel when life feels just way too much or uncertain. And I've been sharing with you some takeaways from reading the brilliant book by Dr. Brené Brown, The Atlas of the Heart. We've talked about stress. Yesterday, we talked about overwhelm. Today, let's dive into anxiety. And again, Dr. Brown, off the charts, brilliant. And this is how she defines anxiety, okay? For her, she says, It is an escalating loss of control. So not only do you feel like you don't have control, but you feel like as the moments go by, you have less and less control. Worst case scenario, thinking and imagery. So all your brain can do is imagine the worst possible thing that might happen. And total uncertainty. Okay, What a wonderful definition of anxiety. Absolutely. So let's break that down. An escalating loss of control. Anytime I feel in my own life like I don't have control, I don't have agency, that other people are speaking for me or making decisions on my behalf that I will not like the outcome of, I do feel an immediate and, as she said, escalating sense of anxiety. I value my independence and my autonomy. I value getting to make decisions that take care of myself, that serve me. And by I say when I say serve me, what I am not implying that I like to make decisions that are at the expense of other people. Because to me, self-care is never at the expense of others. It is taking care of your own body so that you can use your gifts and talents to be of better and greater service to other people. So oftentimes, I think, my friends, that is what triggers my anxiety the most, is when I feel like I don't have control over having to do something or do things that will push me past my body's own mental, emotional, and physical capacity. So it's much like, I'll give you a perfect example. This this is going to seem like a very surface level example, but it just really is a reminder to me of what anxiety feels like for me. And obviously, as you're listening, I invite you to really consider what anxiety feels like to you. So I love to be with people. That goes without saying. About 50% of the time. I love my husband and my kids. And I love my extended family. And I love my girlfriends. Oh my goodness, I love my clients. I love people. I even love the random people that I meet at the grocery store or at the coffee shop on my travels throughout the day. I genuinely I'm a people person and I love them. And like I said, again, for about 50% of the time. And what that means for me is that when I'm on and I'm connecting, 
I'm all in. I can't wait to hear your stories. I want to hear what's going on in your life. It's absolutely delicious to me, but I notice when my body starts to get tired and my brain starts to get tired and I'm depleted and exhausted and done. So if I get stuck somewhere where I can't leave or I can't find solitude or peace or quiet when my body tells me that I'm ready for it and that I need it, I get an immediate spike in anxiety. Here's a perfect example. Going to an event and not being able to go home when I'm ready to go home. Okay, So for example, last weekend, my husband and I were able to attend his company Christmas party and it was phenomenal. Off the charts, so clever. The food was phenomenal. The decor was amazing. The people are truly incredible. I had so much fun. I had the best conversations. I met some new people and met some wonderful connections. I loved every single minute of it. And what I used to argue with that I don't anymore, I notice that after dinner and after dessert, and after being there for about four, four and a half hours, I was done. And not a bad way, just completely spent, right? And it was time to go home. And because my husband is kind of wired that way too, within a half an hour, we were able to call for a ride and leave. But if I had been forced to stay for an additional two to three hours, that would have been very difficult for me. And I know my anxiety would have risen fairly rapidly. Okay. That is a perfect example of feeling out of control. The next example that Dr. Brown mentioned was worst case scenario thinking and imagery. And this is my takeaway, or this is what I made those words of hers mean. When I picture the worst thing that could happen, immediately it spikes my anxiety. So just my friend, notice when you're doing that as well. And catch yourself and say, oh, interesting. I'm in the habit of noticing the worst thing that can happen. I'm wondering what a best case scenario could look like or a good enough scenario could look like instead. Here's also where that comes up is when you are worried in a relationship or worried about not pleasing another person and you're noticing yourself getting anxious you might be imagining the worst thing that person could think or say about you, and that will increase your anxiety. Okay, so just get curious about that. When do you notice picturing the worst case scenario? And when do you notice your brain telling you the worst thing that another person could think or say about you? So the third part of Dr. Brown's definition of anxiety was total uncertainty. Here's when I notice I get anxious when it relates to uncertainty is when I'm telling myself that I need to know the next 57 steps instead of being able to trust the one next step that my gut will always direct me towards. So just notice my friends, if you are feeling anxious because you are spiraling in some level of uncertainty. Pause and take a couple of deep breaths and ask yourself this question. 
What is the one next certain step I have 100% control over that I could take now? Just one. And once you take that step, ask the question again. All right, my friends, as always, I am so grateful that you are here. Have an intoxicating rest of your day, and I will be back tomorrow with more. Hey, my friend, if you're thirsty for more than this daily shot and ready to intoxicate the hell out of your personal or professional life, I'd love to invite you to coach one-on-one with me. It all starts with a complimentary happy hour call. Head on over to terrybradway.com. That's Terry with two R's and an I. Bradway, spelled just the way that it sounds. Once you get there, my friend, click on the Work with Terry button and we'll take it from there. Thanks for listening and have an amazing day.